0: Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one.
1: Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world. world. Coming to you all the way from Ireland. It's Sandy Byrne. This is Sandy, host of the Life After Life podcast. I want to invite you to become a patron of the podcast. For just five euro per month, you will get ad free content, video episodes, exclusive events and discounts throughout the year as a thank you for your support. Check out the link to my Patreon page in the description box attached, or go to Patreon and search for Life After Life with Sandy Byrne. Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And on today's episode, I have a special guest with me. Her name is Kathleen Flanagan, and she has to have Irish background with that name. Uh, But she is joining us from Colorado in the United States. So welcome, Kathleen, and thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so So, much,
0: Sandy, for having me.
1: Oh, and you know, I have to explain to people that I'm really thankful to Kathleen because we recorded this interview previously and my computer crashed and I lost everything. So she's very kindly given up her time a second time. So I'm really grateful for that. Thank you, Kathleen. So Kathleen has a background in aesthetics Um, but has been drawn to the spirit world for most um, of her life. She even attended the School of Metaphysics and has taught spiritual principles for over 30 years. So today she's working as a transformational coach and a sound therapist and she's got a brand new position as a TV host. So Kathleen, tell us about this because this is something brand new with the TV hosting. How did this come about?
0: Well, the, it's really an interesting story because I decided last year that I was wanting to get on the speaking circuit. Now, this is all part of the big dream that I've been having, but what it, I ended up hiring a coach because there was always this thing inside of me of that I didn't think I was worthy of whatever it was, and I wanted to reach deep down into that. So I hired a coach to help me get over that block of dessert. So in that process, I recreated dreams and what I wanted and how I wanted to manifest things. And, and in that year, in 90 days, I bought a brand new house and everything changed. So And then it was like my money stopped flowing in. So I really had to take the power of visualization into account here because my business partner had sent out an email telling everyone, that he doesn't want to take on new clients and so don't call us and it's like and I contacted him and we said you forgot to tell me what do you mean we stopped taking clients and i was freaked out and it was like my money i only worked like 2 months last year in the in my environmental business and I had we had we put the our office condo up for sale, so I was closing down the aesthetics because I couldn't get it back after the after COVID nineteen. I mean, there were just so many changes, and I'm just sitting here like, dear God, what do you want? And it's like, thank you so much for always having money to pay my bills. I say that religiously to this day yeah, because because God is my source, right? Yeah. And I had to find a way to really believe that when my bills are coming in and there's no cash coming in, you know. So so I thought, okay, I'm gonna go into the speaking circuit. I'm gonna really start dialing in on my coaching business and all of that. But it still takes time to build all that. It does. So I take this um, class on speaking. I came up with this amazing topic. I felt really good about it. And I was doing some work over the summer in the environmental business. And as I was coming up the stairs in a school, um, I broke my hand, my foot hit the step, and I flipped my hand to the side and broke this bone in elongated way on the pinky. And I didn't realize I had broken it because, you know, it's, I heard it pop. So I'm like, oh, I probably did a ligament or something, but it wouldn't stop hurting in the next. So I thought, I'll go home. I'll have a glass of wine, take some Nivelle and put some ice on, and I'll be fine in the morning. Okay. So the next morning I woke up and I had a swollen hand. And I realized something was seriously wrong at that moment in time. So I ended up in the emergency care facility and saw the broken bone. And there was this whole emotional thing where I just went into almost like this crisis panic attack of what I had done because I have never done anything like that. So I had to honor those emotions. I had to be like, it's okay. You're fine. It's just what it is. You need to stop. Spirit wants you to really stop way beyond what I thought I had been doing. So I was forced to sit and I'm thinking, okay, I don't really wanna go out on the airports to go on the speaking circuit and there's not a lot around me. So it was like, what do you want? Because you wanna get in front of masses and masses of people and you wanna make lots and lots of money doing this because this is a life dream. So I just sat there and I just kept like, I don't know. So it was always this or something better. So I kept reading the goal of this or something better. Because you don't want to put God in a box, if you don't say that. Because what do I know? Something could be better. So I had to allow that to come in. So I get this email from somebody who says, you know, we're really interested in possibly having you join our show. Well, this is intriguing. I think I will respond. And I don't respond to emails like that. But this was so intriguing. So I did. And 90 days ago, I signed a contract to say I'm going to do this. So I'm on the Bold Brave TV network. And then we're talking about spirituality. And when I was talking to the producer, he said, well, I don't believe in coincidences. And I said, John, this is, and he's Irish as well, um, John Kelly. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, I said, this is a coincidence, this isn't a coincidence, and I'm gonna tell you why, because they, did, they found me through AI, okay? This was all found through AI. And I said, John, I said, there are people who are bigger than me who have been doing this for decades, where i just came out five years ago, and I said, and you found me, how is that possible? If I didn't, if I wasn't meant to be found, I said, because I'm doing podcasts, I've been doing blogs, you know, I did um, blogs and video blogs, I do tip videos, I've been out on YouTube, I just kind of get out there as much as I possibly can, I do some posts on these different things and I said, so you found me based on that and then your team thought I was so cool because I'm quirky I do weird stuff. I you know, I, I know what I'm talking about. I appear likeable and friendly. So obviously something more than AI found me. So that's why I'm saying this is it. And so we just had conversations and he's like, This is gonna be so huge for you. And I did my first episode last Tuesday, so I'm every Tuesday on the Bold Brave TV Network, which is actually live stream on YouTube and Spotify and podcasts and Spreaker.com, I mean, there's so many places I'm launching, and it's even hitting an international market. But if I wasn't doing the work in my head, this would never have happened. And don't think this was easy, because I fought coming out in the world, and yet I kept doing it, and you think nobody's listening, but somebody was listening. So don't say that you'll never create the dream that you want through visualization, because you will. As long as you take baby steps towards it, like I was doing, look what happened, where this is going. I don't know yet, but it's bigger than me and I'm excited.
1: Amazing. I'm not even going to ask about the whole AI thing because it just goes way over my head. All I hear at the moment is AI this, AI that. I don't understand how that came about, but I'm I'm going to say that somebody there wanted you to have this. And just to come back because you call it the power of visualization so that's the same then as manifestation is it okay because you have to
0: see it in your mind first yeah i mean if you can't see it in your mind do you really think you're going to manifest it no because in the power of visualization you have to feel it you have to see it you have to touch it you have to taste it you have to emotionally embrace it, and you live as if that's happening. Even though you can't, in your limited mind, you can't, but if you can like really embrace all of your emotions on that, you can d- have that experience. And that's what I was doing of like I was visualizing being on stage. I was seeing the masses amount of people. Was I was my crap coming up and yeah, I was doing that to me too, but I was still doing it. The whole point is, is that when you're wanting to create something, you have to create it in your mind first. If you can't bring it in your mind, it's never going to happen because doing that also, it goes into the subconscious part of your mind to where your paradigms start coming up and you start... You know, your fears are coming up, things, you know, that little evil voice on this side is trying to fight the good guy on this side and you have to really face that. And because I was doing that and I'm in a mastermind, it was like when my fears came up, I was able to talk through it instead of standing there and just saying, "Okay, this is too big. I can't do this, you know, because what happens when we start manifesting our dreams, there's a point where spirit comes in. And divine providence comes in and takes over and pushes you. And that was what happened in my house. I mean, in 90 days, I bought a new house. And my, my partner's like, slow down, slow down. I said, I can't. I'm Something's pushing me.
1: That's amazing. And, you know, we talk a lot on the podcast about manifestation, as you call it, the power of visualization. So it, it's kind of the, the same thing. And, um, you know, I'm always saying to people, you know, absolutely what you said, you need to believe it. It always needs to be in the moment. And you always need to say this or something better, you know, because we don't know. We don't know what the angels, the spirit guides, the universe can do for us. So we can tell them, you know, the minimum of what we want, which for you was speaking. But like to put you on something that's going international, that's definitely something better. (laughs) You know, that's amazing. (laughs) And congratulations. I mean, that's a huge win you know I mean the house Thank was you. a huge win but this is 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 such a huge win it's amazing and you know I just wanted to ask you because you know while you were you were talking there as well so uh, you work as a transformational coach so I'm so eager to find out exactly what this entails and I'm wondering is this some is does this mean that you help other people with visualization or can you explain to me what a transformational coach is
0: Well, a transformational coach is, yeah, basically that. I mean, I help you to walk through into your vision. So a lot of times we don't even know how to even start. You know, we just don't. Or we sit there and immediately say, well, I don't have the money or I don't have the time or I don't have a support system. Well, the question is, is you want to get around that and say, well, what if you did? Okay, so let's take you three years into the future because, you know, the ego can't fight three years into the future. It's too far for it. But yes. it can fight you today. It can fight you next week. It can fight you in the next year. But three years is too far for the ego to handle. So you, so you visualize where do you want to be in three years, and then you work your way back. So, so in three years you want this. Well, what baby step can you take today? Well, well, I don't know. So if you want to buy a house, what's the baby step? Um, go out and just start looking at what's out there. Then the next mm-hmm. step is hire a realtor. Then mm-hmm. you find a house, but you don't think you'll ever get it. Well, what's the next step you can do? If, if, if there was money was no object, if everything was no object, what would you do? Well, you know, what, maybe they'll sit there and let you do a rent to own. You know what I mean? Because we as individuals don't think outside of a box well enough because we're so programmed to be in this little box. From our paradigms that we can't get out well a transformational coach helps you to like okay well, think about it this way or what if and come out of the box and then try it so yeah do you think your your fears are gonna be in your throat oh hell yeah they're gonna be in your throat but you know what you do it anyways how hard is it to write a letter to somebody because all they can do is say no but what if they say yes see we never give ourselves permission to think of what if they say yes And you'll never know unless you ask. So those are the things that I, what I try to do is help you along the way. I don't do the work for you. I help you to think and start learning how to ask those questions. And what's coming up for you? What are you feeling? You know, I mean, if you have this feeling of doom and gloom and there's like this moment of depression and, oh my God, and I'm going to die, we'll be in it. For 90 seconds, we can all be in it because that's all it's going to take is 90 seconds and let it pass if you're in fear
1: idea.
0: yeah and if you're in fear and you can't move forward and i've been here many times let me tell you so it's like okay fear let's have a conversation okay i want to do this and you're saying i can't do this because of this and this Well, let's make an appointment in three days and we will sit down and have a conversation so i can hear what you're saying so i can decide if it's valid or not mm-hmm. so you literally make an appointment with fear literally So mine's always Friday at 3 o'clock. So you do it and you make an appointment so that gets you out of that emotional moment of fear that you can't move because you're right here. You know, you're up in the alligators. You're choking on it. So when you do that, fear's like, okay, well, we're going to have a conversation. I'm being validated, so I'll leave her alone. And guess what happens at Friday at 3 o'clock? Fear is like no call, no show. And guess what you've done? You moved three days further than where you ever went because a one-degree change In your thinking or taking a baby step will take will gear you so far off off the path that you're currently on and and go monumental steps into a new direction to you into your dream and sometimes all we need is somebody to give us a little tip and trick how to do some of this because how many times do we stop just shy of our dreams because when fear is gripping it will take on a physiological effect When I was buying my house, every night I thought I was gonna die. Literally, I thought I was dying. I'm having a heart attack. It was like I went up several rungs and that paradigm that I had, forever gone. But see, that's when I say, when you were just a step or two away from our dream, is that our fear and our bodies and our paradigms are so strong that they will do whatever it takes to stop you and you have to get on the other side and you can't get on that other side without a coach because you don't know what's going on. I'm I'm having a mentor and I'm not even talking to him about it. I'm just moving through it, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm just moving through and
0: I get on the other side and went, oh my God, this is what I just went through. You know, because sometimes you don't want to be like a baby and I'm, yeah, you know, I don't want to do that. It's like, well, this is what I'm feeling, but. Feel the fear and do it anyways that's what i say.
1: Yeah. And i should just explain to people who who you know don't you know haven't talked about this before that a paradigm is a limiting belief. So it's you basically telling yourself that something isn't possible, it's not achievable, i'm not good enough. They're all paradigms. I don't have enough money. Okay. now I know people are saying, oh, yeah, don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. But if you keep telling yourself you don't, then you never will. So it's about breaking through. It's about breaking patterns then, really, Kathleen, isn't it?
0: It is, because when I went like last year, I mean, I was pushed to the limit on literally not having any money. I mean, what I needed to pay my bills because, you know, a new mortgage payment and everything is all changed and everything went up because I doubled the size of my home. And I, so I'm not used to like all the new expenses yet, but I also don't have a lot of money coming in, but I couldn't say I don't have any money because then spirit would say, okay, well, your wish is my command. You won't have any money. So what I had to do was saying, uh, I have all the money that I need to pay my bills each and every month and then some, and that's kind of what I did. And every month I paid my bills And only God knows how I paid those bills because this was an interesting thing that hit me. I had always heard from abundance, he took abundance, and abundance always remained. And I always understood what that meant, but I really didn't understand what that meant until somebody did a visual graphic for me, and this is how it is. And this is when it was like, game changer. Take a tablespoon, you take a tablespoon, go into an ocean, take a tablespoon of water out. From abundance, he took abundance, and yet abundance remained. It was like that was such a huge game changer because it was so powerfully done. by. Because, yeah, I mean, I took a tablespoon of water out of an ocean because sometimes we can't wrap around the amount of abundance that is around us. And that was a perfect analogy for me.
1: And I've never heard that um, that saying before, to take a table, You haven't? No, I've never heard that before. Oh my God. (laughs) So So you just take what you The analogy
0: is a tablespoon of water from the ocean, you take a tablespoon out, and yet abundance remains. That's how much we have towards us that God provides to us, but we stop it.
1: Through the paradigms. You know, I think that's so powerful, and there's like so much for us to take on board. I mean, I talk about it all the time. But, you know, and I know more than I do because I'm lazy. I'm human and I'm lazy. And, you know, I, I know because I've, I've done, you know, Bob Proctor and all the rest of it. And, you know, you know, even he used to tell us, you know, you dress for what you want. You know, you do your hair for what you want. And yet, you know, throughout the, the lockdown, I was shown up with a hoodie on over my pajamas. <laughs> You know, so, you know, I'm lazy and that's just who I am. But I need to break through that. You know, I would need to start saying I used to be lazy, but I'm not anymore.
0: Up until now. Up until, up until now. now. I'm lazy up until now, which means you can acknowledge that you still have that. But up until but it's up until now, because now you're going to take something else. So when I say, well, I don't have any money up until now. When I said that, it was like, fix it up until now, because now I stopped it. So now then, what do you want? I have all the money in the world. I have a five, a $1 billion check from the universe sitting on my desk. Who says I can't make that money? Me. Yeah. Because with God, all things are possible. I've seen people do amazing things with just yeah. an acorn, with the tiny seed of the acorn, you know, of the oak tree that... The acorn seed.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I and I'm
0: I'm walking into that more and more all the time. So the more I do it, the more excited I get and the happier I get. And you know, and if you're playful, that's the main thing. Spirit loves you to play. When you play, you bring so much more to you so much faster, too.
1: I love it. and I love the idea of, you know, working backwards because you know We all want something, you know, I mean, I want to be thin and I'm so impatient because I was working with my personal trainer there uh, a few days ago and I I was just sweating and I just said to him, if I don't look like Cindy Crawford when I wake up in the morning, I'm not coming back, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So I need to start looking at the long term and not just, (laughs) you know, the tomorrow. So I need to work backwards of how I can get to that place.
0: Exactly, because when I broke my hand, I can't even begin to tell you how much weight I put on because, you know, you don't move. And, yes. and it was winter and it was cold, all of that. And and I remember I did a TV commercial and I asked my partner, I said, do I really look like that? And he's like, yes. I said, seriously, I look like that? Uh-huh. I was mortified. I was mortified because I didn't see, I don't see myself like that. So I ended up like, okay, so I got to do something. So I was like, you got to get back to walking. You got to start getting back into doing things. So I started researching and so far I've taken two inches off my waist. And to me, that's, you know, that's because it's a small win and I have to take the small wins, right? And you just got to give yourself the win. And what do I do? It's like, thank you that I weigh this much and I'm walking it, I'm living it. So I don't need as much because I weigh a certain amount in my mind now and I see my waistline and I'm telling myself what my waistline is. And for some reason, somehow that starts doing something in the subconscious part of your mind that it's like, I haven't even done a whole lot yet, but it's happening. Yeah. And it's, yep. and it's not yesterday, but you know what? Two inches is two inches. That's a lot of weight off a of, off of center of your body.
1: That is a lot of weight. And I have a, a friend who you know, he, he works with mindfulness and I was talking to him about it and I said, you know what? I just don't know. I think I'm too old and whatever to lose weight. And he said that I was thinking about it wrong. So when you think that you're gonna lose something, it's always a negative thought. I lose money, I lose my job, I lose my partner, you know? So it's always a negative thought with losing. And of course, when you lose something, there's always the possibility that you'll get it back. Yep. So he said to me to start thinking of releasing you know yep. so how to release and literally i am I'm, I'm telling you how much um weight i put on over COVID now but like over a four week period i released 12 pounds and i'm thinking oh my god i've just been thinking about this wrong <laughs> you know yeah so um it I is our to- positive thinking yeah it is the power of positive thinking like that's a huge thing for me so um yeah it really is just about the thinking so if people can just even take that away from this episode with them today to change the way they're thinking about it because for me it was always I need to lose weight I need to lose weight I need to lose weight but I always figured like that losing is negative and I'll probably find it again so what's the point but I'm releasing it. I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go out into the universe there and it's never coming back. So, um yeah, so it is, it's just about breaking that thought pattern. So I love that. I need a transformational coach. I definitely do. But I also want to ask you as well, because um I know I read about you that you also receive messages from spirit. So would you tell us how that started and how these messages come through? Because this is like a big topic for everybody listening.
0: Well, I have Spirit has been talking to me my whole life, and I didn't even realize it was spirit for the longest time, and they're always there. I mean, right now, they don't talk near as much as they used to talk to me, but they still talk to me. They still give me answers. They still help me along the way, and when they told me to slow down, and, you know, they showed me all the signs to slow down, and I did, and then it was like, break the hand, and it's like, really? Seriously? Okay. (laughs) You know... (laughs)
1: But what i I, slow but down I, think that, I
0: know i might as well I'll just just kill me okay i might as well be dead at this point because i don't i and and i did i mean i put on weight everything i mean i i slowed down best thing i could have done for myself but you know sometimes you know we're just resistant to listening because some because we live in this really crazy fast-paced life and what was happening when spirit told me at that point to slow down was that i was getting caught up in the race mind and I didn't realize I was getting caught up. So when they said, slow down, slow down, slow down, there was a reason. And so even though I was slowing down, it wasn't enough because then it was like, we're going to break your bone. We're going to break your hand for you. So you really have to slow down because you're not taking this seriously enough. And spirit can be like that. So, mm-hmm. But anyways, the whole point of listening is we all get messages. It's that quiet, still voice that you hear. It's You, you know your voice when you're pissing at yourself about whatever but yes. the spirit doesn't do that it's a subtle it's quiet it's either a voice it's a feeling it's a well-being it's whatever it is because we all have our unique way of listening to spirit now spirit has a way of just i can do all of it pretty much and that's just who i am but what i remember is when i was writing my books dancing souls and i was in chicago and I was alone in this little six hundred square foot, and I was actually in a vortex and all sorts of things. And how I managed to hear beyond all that was amazing. But I had dreams. Our dreams are coming from spirit, and sometimes you just need to understand what the dream is and just kind of pull it apart. Sometimes it's intuitive. Sometimes it's foretelling. Sometimes it's where you are. It's just it's your interpretation. And and the dreams were so clear during that period of time of what was going on in my life, because I was writing everything down. And I started realizing that we are talked to 24-7. Spirit is talking to us. It's just if we're choosing to listen and if we know how to listen. One day, I was watching TV, and I saw this light in my kitchen go out, and I thought, oh, something happened, and then it came back on. Well, there was a moment. Or I watched this movie with um, Nicole Kidman and Hugh Jackman, and it was that Australian movie where he thought he lost her and he just embraced her something fierce. And it was like, that's what you want. You want someone to love you like that, but you also let your paradigm stop you from having that because you don't think you deserve it. And it was like, that was a new message for me to wake up to. You stop that kind of love. Not anyone else. You are Hugh Jackman in that movie.
1: I don't, <laughs> I don't like I've like, okay, that uh, movie, but... Yeah, no, I, I totally get the idea yeah. of what you're saying. Yeah. So when you're getting this, these signs, like you're talking about the birds and that. So do you view this as um, signs from spirit then? Yeah. So it's, it's I do. just- I A lot of times just...
0: they are. I mean, if some, something's passing your, I mean, if something's coming across your field of vision, mm-hmm. that's spirit talking to you.
1: Yeah. You know, especially if it's something that's kind of been on your mind previously. And then, like you talked about with the TV hosting, you know, it's this or something better. So you're getting something, but it's even better than what you could have imagined. You know, it's almost like your answer is coming to you. Like spirits are letting you know that they've been listening and that the answer is coming through. And you have to be able
0: to receive that.
1: Yeah, Exactly. because a lot of times people don't
0: receive don't ask you have to receive as well It's giving and receiving i mean that's part of the whole thing so if i yeah, wasn't willing true. to accept it then i would have had this so you have to learn to receive as well
1: yeah 100 percent. so tell us about your books you have two books published
0: I have two of the three published. It's the journey of, a, it's Dancing Souls, the journey of an awakening spirit. And this is what I went through when I was in Chicago as when I was waking up remembering who I was. Yeah. But this is basically what um, <clears throat> the spiritual masters went through when they woke up. Jesus, Krishna, Buddha, all of them. This is what they went had to do when they woke up so you know so that's what this is is that this is what the masters went through it's a blueprint of how you wake up and what to experience because when you start waking up and remembering who you are there's so much head trash that comes with it all your paradigm starts showing up all the things that you've you felt but you're never alone in this because spirit is right there helping you you know during this period of time I had this amazing support system that I've never had before and I haven't had since but Spirit brought all these people together who would just accept me during this very difficult time and I was protecting people I was receiving messages I was doing the things that I needed to do for me but I was also having you know I was doing all this sound therapy with people I mean so messages were coming in because Every time I did a sound session with someone, what they received was not the same as what I received. It was two different things. But that was the, that's the symbiotic relationship when you're working on healing is because you as the practitioner receives a healing as well. It's just not what's on the table, you know, because you're different. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, and I started to realize how much spirit can work like this and that everything is symbiotic and every person who came into my life was for a reason and they were all teaching me lessons so sometimes when people do things you've got to look at there's a bigger picture because what was the bigger picture i wanted to be a better person what did that entail yet i don't know so when the book was coming in i put about all of that i talked about my head trash in there there was a point where i don't even know how god could love us the way he does with what we do to ourselves animals the planet i mean i actually put in the book You might as well might as well just kill us all now including me because i don't think we are deserving at all for what you do for us you know of course that changed but it was but it was a it was a raw feeling it was real it was genuine because i was like i can't love like that i don't even know if i'm capable of loving like that You know, and you start realizing how small you are in the world, but yet then you realize that we're all cogs in the wheel and we all help each other to grow up on that evolutionary pattern. And that's what I was trying to show in the book is how valuable everybody was. And even if you're an antagonistic person, there's a reason they're showing you that so you can become better.
1: So the book, the book is about you. It's about your journey into spirituality, is it?
0: Well, it's about the, ju- it's about the journey of remembering who I am.
1: Okay. So what does that mean? Past life regression? I'm not sure that I'm getting it. No, right. I've
0: done all of that. I've done all of those past life regressions. No, this is all about being consciously present in your life every single moment.
1: Okay. So the Not drinking of- your way
0: through it. Not using drugs, not hiding behind a TV. It's being conscious, making conscious decisions and paying attention to what's coming up in your brain. And are you going to honor it, look at it, change it, or stuff it back down for a later date? It's being 100% conscious.
1: Okay. And it's the first book of a trilogy, so you're getting ready to publish the second part of it now.
0: The second book's published.
1: Oh, it's published published last December. Oh, congratulations! And so, how does the how does the second book follow up? The second book is
0: actually continues on where I'm actually in the Dark Night of the Soul, because when we go through this, we're bringing the light into the deepest recesses of our our beingness. So this is like the dark night of the soul where I am looking at head trash. It's like constantly not liking what I'm seeing around me because the darkness is only a lack of light. And these again are the paradigms that we have that have been brought into us that we need to release so we can become the light being that we are. And so this book is to help people to know that this is normal. This is what a normal process of waking up and remembering and being conscious is like. And it's not easy. It's very hard, but it's definitely worth it on the other side.
1: So it's like a reconnection with yourself. So Mm -hmm. um, obviously we could say everybody would benefit from these books, but who are they aimed at? Is it for people that are looking to change their thinking? I think,
0: I think a lot of it is for everyone who's wanting to change. People that seem to be stuck, but they can't seem to get over that hump. So I think it, what it does is it helps people to ask the right questions, kind of change their perspective, like just shift your perspective just a little bit and get it off of you. And a lot of times what happens, people, it's everything's not done to you or for you. Sometimes it's their crap. And you just happen to be on the receiving end of it. So you know, I had to learn to stand up and say, "You know what? This isn't my fault and you don't get to do this." So I so it's about teaching people how to have boundaries too because we're such a boundaryless society. And if we have boundaries because I'm allowed to say no. I'm allowed to say leave me alone or I need some time or step back for 20 minutes because I'm really agitated right now. And if you say something to me, I might regret it because what's going to come out of my mouth is not going to be what you want to hear. So give me my time. And then when I'm ready, I will talk to you and we'll have this discussion, whatever the discussion is. But it's about really learning how you operate as a person and then being a better person because of that. Because I don't want to bite people's heads off because I'm having a bad day and they didn't do anything to deserve it and then feel bad and then continue in the perpetual cycle so it's about that it's about really taking personal responsibility establishing boundaries letting us know it's okay yeah you know
1: yeah so before I let you go you have a free gift for our listeners
0: I do. If you go to KathleenMFlanagan.com, under the services page, there is a free thirty-three minute de-stress meditation, and it's a sound. It's all about sound, so it's balancing your chakras. It takes three minutes, and if you have a goal or an intention, you can put that in there, and that sound will reverberate out into the universe to help bring it back further, and it just makes you feel calm and happy so if you have to go to work and you don't have to you don't feel world rage you'll just be like eh, life is good you know just so it's just what we need in craziness anymore
1: exactly so i will put the link in the description box attached here to that meditation and how often should people do this meditation
0: i would say do it at least once a day i mean if you do it um i mean if you go back if you want to like increase your dreams this is a good way to do it right before you go to sleep because it'll put you in a very deep state of relaxation so you could do it then or you could do it in the morning or whenever so i i mean at least once a day is always good in my opinion because that just you start getting into a steady stream of balance instead of you know up and down and but it's pretty much up to anybody but three minutes is three minutes i mean we all have three minutes
1: yeah exactly even if we're hoovering the floor while we're listening to it we're doing it Kathleen, thank you so much for giving so much of your time. I really appreciate it. And um, so I will, as I say, put the link to the meditation in the description box attached. I'll also put a link to your website and uh, your books as well for people who want to check it out and of course I would love to check out your new show so um, I'm going to give people the link to that in the description box as well and it's called Be Bold TV is it? It's Bold Brave TV. I beg your pardon Bold Brave TV okay I haven't heard of it at this side of the Atlantic but I'm sure it's going to you know reach here very very quickly so I will put the link in the description box to that as well. Kathleen, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck with the new hosting program. And I'm sure we'll see you here on Life After Life again in the future.
0: Thank you so much, Sandy. I appreciate you.
1: And to everybody listening, thanks for your time as well. And I will see you in the next episode of Life After Life. Until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world.